Welcome to Oso oh Smitten, the podcast for lovers planning their dream wedding. We're your unofficial bride tribe and co-hosts, Hayley and Meg. Here to talk wedding trends, inform you on the latest topics, and well, we're here to help walk you down the aisle to make your love official. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome, Hayley. Hi, how are we? We are good. I feel like it's been a very exciting full week for us. It has. It's been such a big week, but it has been so beautiful. We started with Valentine's Day and the launch of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're here today recording yet another episode for you all. Exactly. So I think we wanted to start today with just reflecting on the last week because it was such a big week. It was full of some amazing things. So we wanted to just say a big thank you to every single person who has congratulated us, encouraged us, supported us with a rating or even a listen of our podcast. Yes, we see you all. And honestly, it was just so heartwarming To see it unravel because Mm -hmm. for us, it's quite funny now that we look back on it, but we had discussions and we had said to each other, let's just do a soft launch. Yeah, let's be secretive. Let's just (laughs) slide it on out. (laughs) See what happens. Yeah. And then I think as we started to see the response, we we just thought to ourselves, let's go with it. Exactly. So your encouragement really allowed us to just jump right in. Embrace it. Yes. So thank you. Biggest, biggest thank you. Appreciate you all. But our first two episodes, you really got to know our branding, our values, what we had planned for Oh So Smitten. Mm -hmm. And also we gave you an opportunity to get to know the both of us because as we shared in our previous episode, we really don't know each other that well. So I think that it's so important for you to get to know us, but Mm -hmm. also learn about us throughout our journey together. Exactly. So at the core of Ososmin, as we spoke about, was that we want to create a really supportive community. So we wanted to start today with just telling you a little bit more and reminding you about our love book community on Facebook and also our community on Instagram. On Facebook, you can search us at lovebook by Oso Smitten and also on Instagram at Oso Smitten underscore. Yeah, and I love that over at Facebook, we have our private community, which is just a space for couples to be able to share insights. We will be present in that space and it just gives the couples and brides an opportunity to be able to ask for advice, share yep. their day um, and help other brides out too. Exactly. So we're going to be sharing a few questions in there and we're actually going to be posting in there later on today. Yes. And what are we posting about? We are going to be posting about love languages. Yes. Which we are so excited to explore more because we did talk about that in our last episode that we will be talking all things love languages. But before we get into that, let's just talk a little bit about what we have learned on our journey so far. Oh, this is revealing, guys. <laughs> Where do we begin? Yeah. So first things first, the first thing that we have learned about each other or just about our scenario in general is that there is no way that we can record in the afternoon. No, something happens after 12. <laughs> it's not so great. And I think we just become delirious. And I mm-hmm. guess last week wasn't the best scenario because it was launch day. It was Valentine's Day. It was all the things. We got to the afternoon. We tried to record this episode and we just lost it. Yep. We tried 40 minutes, 40 <laughs> minutes of hysterical <laughs> laughter. We tried pulling ourselves together. We tried having blockages in front of us so that we couldn't see each other. <laughs> it was just, it was not happening. It but was I messy. Think <laughs> it was a lot. So I think that's definitely one thing that we've learned about each other. Yes. 
yes. um, and our strengths, I guess. But mm-hmm. one thing I've learned about you is that you are a pen snob. I can't help it. I love you for it though, because I'm like, what a girl wants, she knows <laughs> she needs. Of all the things to be snobby about, it's yeah. pens as well. Exactly. Really, Meg? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just didn't understand. I get, I, I absolutely get writing in a beautiful pen. Mm-hmm. I get that we all have our favorite pens, but you just started to get real technical. I, oh, I'm technical about it. I definitely am. And I'm not sure where it stems from. I think I learned cursive in school. So potentially it stems from that yeah. upbringing of being a little bit obsessed with language as yeah. well and writing in a certain way. And that's fine. I just think it's hilarious. You were here the other day on launch day, so already things were heightened. And you'd forgotten your pen. And I was like, why are we losing it? And then <laughs> I was like, I'll give you a pen. Like, it's no big deal, honey. Let's just. Oh, and yeah, I rejected was, her pen. It was a bigger deal than I first thought. And I guess there's a difference. There's a huge difference. You do not use a biro if you're a felt tip person. I feel a felt tip is just, it's a sensory overload for me. The way that it touches the paper. Oh, Rod's the same. He honestly, he presses down too hard. So all my little beautiful felt tip pens come back like slightly warped and it's disturbing. Yeah. Look, it's a lot, but that's one thing I've learned about you. What's something you've learned about me? I have learned that Hayley really loves to use the word absolutely. But she's absolutely right. It's very exciting. So absolutely. Look, I'm just going to have a bit of a complex now. As we were listening back to some of the audio tracks from previous episodes, I just cringe and I apologize. I will try and do better. It is a lot. I just don't know why. It's such a great word to just it is. It's wrap it up. It's <laughs> enthusiastic. So yeah, it's, it's all in a bit of fun. We've definitely learning about each other throughout this Mm -hmm. journey. I think it's hilarious. Um, Yeah, it definitely is. And I know that there are words that uh, you just can't stop (laughs) laughing about that I say constantly. But look, let's not highlight that to our beautiful listeners because they can't unhear it. No, they won't be able to, but we'll try not to say those words. So let's move right along and let's just have a quick little chat about Valentine's Day because obviously Valentine's Day being the day all about love, we're in the love industry. Let me know, do you celebrate, do you not celebrate? Because I feel like it's a hot topic. It is. And I feel like it's a very personal one as well. So there are a lot of people that get really wrapped up into it and they get really excited by it. Yeah, but there and are I others... love that for them though. Yeah, and if I that's do too. what, you know, they appreciate and value in their relationship, then yep. all for it. But I guess oh, definitely. for us, we really don't celebrate the day, to be honest, as... I was taking my daughters to kindy that day. I was reversing out of the driveway and my husband, Brad, gave me a kiss and said, have a good day. And I was like, oh, and by the way, happy Valentine's Day. So it's not a day we celebrate. It was all a bit of a laugh because he actually thought it was Thursday. So we kind of went, oh, I thought it was Thursday. And I was like, it's all, I I actually, it's not a day that we do. And I think for us, we really prioritize our time with each other and making sure that we give each other time. So we plan a date night each month and we take turns in planning that date Mm -hmm. night and we just make sure that we consciously prioritize that time together to ensure that, yeah, we just give each other space to reconnect because obviously for us, we have two young daughters and it's a lot. It's hard to find time for ourselves. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. what we do. And I think that's the importance of understanding your relationship as well. So prioritizing those times away from the kids and just where it's like phones down, we're here together, being very present. So that is how you celebrate Valentine's Day. It's like making sure you have those moments all 
all of the time. Yeah. And so what about for you and Rod? I actually completely forgot to say happy Valentine's Day to Rod. Well, you did get to spend the day with me. I did. And then I went home and I had obviously been reminded that it was Valentine's Day by hanging out with you. And so I wished him a happy Valentine's Day later. But for us, it's never been such a big thing. I think when we first got together, we went out for a couple of dinners and like that was really beautiful. One year, Rod bought me a lovely little like rose chocolate Aww, that cute. was cute of one of those really expensive street vendors. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think it was like a chocolate and a rose. But since then, it just hasn't been such a significant day in our lives. And I guess depending on where you are in your relationship is yep. going to influence how you spend that day. So maybe when you first exactly. get together, perhaps we celebrated it. I'm sure we did. But mm. I guess as you move and your relationship changes, yep. you know, so will the concept. Exactly. So for us now, it's more about our significant anniversaries. So, you know, when we got engaged, when we got together, those kind of milestones, we make sure that we always celebrate them in some way. Yeah, definitely. So with love in mind, we wanted to chat all things love languages. We discussed in the previous episode that we were going to explore this concept more and specifically how it can relate to your wedding day. We are really mindful and we want to make sure that this podcast is bringing you value each week and allowing you to learn more about your wedding. So we're going to be chatting about the importance of love languages and the impact that each language has on your relationship. So how you give and receive love because your love language may be different to how your partner receives it. I know, for instance, in our relationship, Rod and my love languages are very different. So how I give him love and how he receives it is quite different. Yeah, exactly. We're pretty yeah. much here to just give you unsolicited advice and yeah. you're welcome to take it or leave it. Yes. So there is going to be value in this episode little bit further on and we just want to leave you with a few tips yeah and so this is our just our opinion so we would love to know about how you give and receive love so later today we will be posting in our love book community and asking our beautiful bride tribe about their love languages so we will put in the show notes below um, about where you can join that group Yes. So we're going to jump straight in and chat about the love languages. <laughs> so Hayley, there are five, right? Five. Yeah. One is receiving gifts, two, quality time, three, words of affirmation, four, acts of service, and five is physical touch. Yeah. So I know that I've always known about the love languages, but mm -hmm. I've never really explored them any further than that. Yeah. I've always thought, oh yeah, I kind of know those things, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I guess when you really start to look at each of them and go, how does that reflect into our relationships, whether that be work relationships or friendships yep. or, you know, your personal relationships mm -hmm. with your partner. It's really interesting. It is so interesting. And that's why I think it's kind of essential to understand them because it relates to everything. It relates to family, friends, your relationship with your partner. And so then once you do understand them, you can be a better friend, you can be a better sister, a better daughter, because then you'll see these love languages springing up in other people and you're like, oh, okay, well, you receive, you know, words of affirmation, that is yours. So I'm going to say a few nicer things. Yeah. <laughs> Not that you wouldn't already. Yeah, but it's just about knowing how they like to receive love. Yeah. And if that's not the way you give love, mm -hmm. it's about meeting them halfway and going, I, I really know that they love words of affirmation. So I'm going to go above and beyond to make sure that I cater to that because yep. that relationship is obviously important to you because they're a part of your life. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and I think that was one of the biggest things. So when Rod and I first uh, started dating seven years ago, I made a little date night of it and we sat down and we did the test. Yeah. It's a really simple test. It'll take like, you know, five minutes if you're thinking about each answer. But we kind of got to the end of that test and I was like, oh, so I've been giving love how I want to receive love and you're not receiving that yeah because you really have to articulate the between the difference Mm -hmm. because I didn't understand that I was like oh well these are my love languages so therefore that's how I also give love and it's like no 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 it doesn't work like that so we actually sat the test together on Valentine's Day we did which was a bit cute but we were able to we went through obviously individually and we answered the questions and you know you can obviously see where it's going to go with the questions that you're being asked. And I think the probably the biggest advice for anyone who wants to go ahead and do it, which we highly recommend is just don't overthink the question. Like whatever comes first to you, then just go, 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 go. Exactly. And so let's talk about our results because they came through and we obviously had a bit of a giggle because we understand ourselves and we know what ours are probably going to be because Mm -hmm. we all have different like wants, needs and desires. But I found that mine came through exactly how I thought that they would. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting to see or understand how someone else's results comes through because I'm like, really? Is that how you give and receive love? I think it's so interesting. So for me, I had quality time at 33%. I had words of affirmation at 30% and those could not be more true. They are mm. absolutely the way I love to um, receive love. And then I had physical touch at 17%, receiving gifts at 17% and acts of service at 3%. So yeah, I guess those ones. Yeah. And was that surprise? That wasn't a surprise to you at all? No, the acts of yeah. service, I'm a bit like, well. Well, yeah, because we discussed this earlier too. It's quite interesting to do this test at the start of your relationship and then as you progress in the relationship because I've done it now, which is years down the track, and I am quite convinced that my answers were a little bit different. Yeah. So my results are quite different too. Not quite different, I think just maybe the last two. Yeah. And that's simply because once you've been in a relationship for quite a long time, certain things are... You don't expect them, but it's just that you've been there in the relationship so you feel confident in that person. Yeah, exactly. And comfortable. Yeah, it's going to change over time and as your relationship grows. And I think that's going to be the same for anyone. Exactly. Um, It might also change, obviously, if you change relationship and you Mm -hmm. have a different partner who has a different love language. Exactly. Yeah. So what were your results? So mine were receiving gifts, which is at 27%, quality time, 23%, words of affirmation, 20%, acts of service, 17%, and physical touch, which is 13%. There you go. Very interesting. So what was your top one? It was receiving gifts. Receiving gifts. I do like a present. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) But I think it's in terms of that somebody has thought of you in their day and that they've bought something meaningful home. It doesn't have to be this big exotic thing. It can just be, you know, Rod was out yesterday and he bought home a bunch of flowers and it's just the thought behind that gift. It doesn't have to be over the top. No, I agree. Yeah, it's more about the thought than it is the, the gift itself. Yeah, Exactly. So I think that's quite interesting. I always knew that mine was receiving gifts. I'm not sure why, but that's just how I receive love. But for Rod, I know that it's acts of service. So 
that's what he does for me a lot. He'll do little things around the house and, you know, he'll pop out and he'll do errands for us and things like that. And I don't necessarily feel that as much as I would if he came home with a little something. Yeah, wow. It's interesting, yeah. isn't it? So I find that for us, like definitely quality time and, you know, any time that Brad and I have together, and maybe that's probably why, you know, these date nights came about was because I just was like, we really need to find mm-hmm. time for us. Yeah. Um, words of affirmation, just tell me how amazing I am. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> oh, yes, we need to tell the story. So at our branding shoot, which was recently, about yes. a week ago, uh, I already knew that Haley's love language was words of affirmation. So my partner took the photos for that and – I and think it was, was just all a laugh. Like we yeah. had the best day. We we're laughing so much. It was it was a good vibe. It was so fun. So I think ten minutes into it, I just said, "Hey Rod, Haley's love language is words of affirmation. So if you want to encourage her with like, you're looking amazing, babe. Like <laughs> get into it. She will flourish. The thing is, and that's it. Because I remember him making one comment. I was like, stop, stop it. <laughs> she gets giddy. <laughs> but the thing is, is you know, it is about really understanding it for each other and really yeah. making the time to be thinking consciously and going, because it was funny. I had a conversation with my husband about it last night because obviously I knew that we we're going to be talking about it today. And he was like, but I just love all of those things. Like I wouldn't mind receiving a gift, <laughs> but I also wouldn't mind you telling me how amazing I am. But I also wouldn't mind you spending quality time with me. I'm like, you're missing the point. He's taking advantage of He's the love language. Advantage. And I was like, oh mate, you need to do the test. So yeah, yeah. it will be quite Quite interesting I might actually sit down with him um and do the test make and it a little date night date activity night. and yeah so we, okay we've spoken about what love languages are we've spoken about how it reflects to us and mm-hmm. also our partner okay so think about us in a friendship yeah so for you if I'm trying to give you love yeah and I go out of my way to buy you as a gift yeah are you just wow yeah, it's definitely one of those moments where I just feel that you've thought about me Aww. in your day, okay. which is really nice. Yeah. And as mine and so is- I think it's about acknowledging that even though that's not my way, like that's number four, honey. Yeah, I'm um, never giving you presents. <laughs> <laughs> it's about, yeah, me going, well, I know that that's what your love language is. Yeah. So I'm going to make a conscious effort to go and do that for you. Yeah. Um, Spend all the time with me you want. And this is quite funny. And my friends can definitely vouch for this. I would rather spend time with them individually than I would in a whole group setting. Well, that's quality time. I find those whole group settings really overwhelming sometimes. Mm -hmm. And even though, you know, it's a vibe and it's so much fun, I do find I say, hey, I know I saw you the other night at so-and-so, but can we go get coffee? Because I'd rather just have time with you. Yeah, well, you're not catching up within that setting. You're going out with your girlfriends or your group of friends and you're all just having a laugh and it's a bit silly. So it's not you sitting down and being like, what is actually happening in your life right now? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think it's just about acknowledging that, learning about all your different types of relationships and and growing with it. Yeah. I think that's the important thing and that's what we discussed is that do the love languages test now, do it in three months, do it in five years And then you might be surprised at where you are. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So let's now talk about how this can relate to your wedding day because Mm -hmm. that's what we're here for. We love all things weddings. We're here to give advice. We're here to create a community. We want 
our listeners, we want anyone who's a part of our love book community to really take value from what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think uh, this relates to something that I said to a couple recently. I just told them they were really confused about their wedding day. I've asked them a couple of times, just like, how are you feeling? Like, you feeling excited? Are you still feeling overwhelmed or confused? And they came back with the same response. They're like, I don't know what I want to do. And I just said to them, go home, sit down and chat to each other about what you like. Just start with the basics. Yeah. And then by doing that, that will be reflected in your day. So at the same token, like go home, do the love languages test, think about how you give and receive, and then that will grow you not only as a couple, but that will be also reflected in your your wedding day. Definitely. So we're now going to go through each love language Mm -hmm. and we're going to give you some tips on how you can embed these on your day to make sure that you are speaking to each other in regards to love languages. I'm so excited for this. Yes. Okay. So let's start with quality time being one of my favorite ones. Uh, Let's look at it and give our listeners some ideas of what they can do on their wedding day to take the most advantage out of it. Yes. Tip number one is do a first look. This will allow you to spend some time together before you walk into your ceremony. And it's also a really beautiful personal time where you can have a hug, you can have a laugh, like you can be there, just you two together. I love this concept. And I I think that if I was to do our wedding all over again, Mm -hmm. I would have included a first look. I love the idea. But then in saying that, I also love the emotion that's brought around when you first walk down the aisle, but we'll unpack that in another day. Um, I think you might almost have more emotion because you've just seen that person. Yeah, exactly. Your person and then you see them again and it's just... You've had a moment to talk about all the things and because you haven't seen them, whether you've spent the night apart the night before. But yeah, no, I love that tip and being able to do a first look with each other Mm -hmm. you're able to spend some time together yeah and feel all the emotions yeah exactly it's just that one-on-one energy that you won't necessarily get if you're walking down the aisle towards your husband or wife so our second piece of advice for quality time is during your reception or your canapes take the time to go for a walk with each other and just take in the moment. Mm -hmm. Someone gave Brad and I this advice for our wedding day and it was honestly the best piece of advice and I give it to everyone who wants to listen. (laughs) I, we took the time, it was our reception, you know, we had gone, we'd got our photos taken, we had come back, we obviously mingled with all of our guests and before it started to get too late and, you know, the party started to really get fun we yeah we just went for a walk and we looked at our reception from afar and it was honestly just the most beautiful moment because we would just like look at all these people who have come to celebrate us today and some of them traveled so far obviously family and friends we had guests who had traveled all the way from America from New Zealand like it was just beautiful so we had we were just sitting there and we're talking and looking at everyone just having such a great night such a great time dancing, singing, laughing, oh, all the I things. I love that. And I think it gives you the perfect opportunity to pause and to step away because your wedding in general can sometimes speed past and you get caught up in everything. So just being able to remove yourself, 
take a moment. It could literally be half an hour. Yeah. But that half an hour is sometimes what you remember the most. Yeah, exactly. Or you could set up a little table situation where you... I love this idea. Yeah, take the opportunity to enjoy a drink or some canapes just together and you're having essentially your first meal as husband and wife or husband and husband and wife and wife. Yes, and I think that's so important because... Sometimes you forget to eat at your wedding. Yeah. You forget to take a breath. So just I being able to remove yourself. I eat on my wedding day. <laughs> there are so many. Which I'm still so sad about. Yeah, because you've planned every single element, every element of yeah. food as well. So, yeah, I think being able to step away, to look down at your guests and just think, wow, these people are here for us. Yeah. Our last tip for quality time is to exchange personal vows separately to win the ceremony. Mm -hmm. So this could be done during your first look, if that's something that you choose to do, but it would be having that moment, that really intimate moment together and sharing your personal vows together, just the two of you rather than in your ceremony. Yep. Now, obviously, as a celebrant, I am all for the vows throughout your ceremony, mm-hmm. particularly the personal vows. I always encourage my couples to share personal vows, but you could just do the legal vows in the ceremony. Yeah. Whereas you're taking a moment prior to the ceremony to really spend that time with each other, that exactly. quality time with each other before the day gets chaotic. Yeah. Well, not chaotic, like good chaotic, but, yeah. you know, it is a lot. And I don't think we want that to detract. I think rather than thinking about it as, oh, I'm not saying this in front of my family and friends, just have it as a space where you're chatting together, you're sharing those personal things that you might not share in front of family and friends and then go have your vows in front of them as well. Yeah, amazing. So let's now move on to acts of service. So we just have one tip for this one. Struggled with this one because obviously it isn't my love language. Mine is second last for this one too. So we do only have the one. So the tip that we have for this one is give your partner a list of things that need to be done on either the lead up or the day before your wedding. So I think that means... And even really on the day, because as a bride myself, I remember I got up at God knows what hour getting Mm. hair and makeup done. And I just didn't have the space, the capacity to be really... I wasn't moving anything. I wasn't, you know, all of those things just definitely... Yeah, they were taken care of because we really looked at what needed to be done and made sure that they were done prior to the day. It is asking your friends around me. So it's those friendships that we're talking about the love languages for as well. So asking those people around you to be like, hey, obviously on the day it's going to be a lot, but Mm -hmm. can you make sure that this, this and this is done? And then asking, you know, your parents and anyone special around you that can also be helping you. Oh, definitely. And I actually think I want to do this with my mum because I actually think that acts of service is going to be very high on her list. Yes. Because when Rod and I first got engaged, she essentially just said, oh, can I plan it? She really got into it to the point where she was ringing up venues. She'd gone and seen a couple. She'd spoken to the coordinators at these venues. And I was like, Some oh, people thrive in that. mum, like Let's- we don't even know what exactly we want yet. But I think that is one of her top languages. So it would be really interesting to do that with her because I think on the day of our wedding, she would be wanting to do a little little tasks here and there. Yeah, absolutely. So let's now move on to gifts. Did you notice that I said absolutely? (laughs) (laughs) No, let's keep going. Let's move on to gifts. So tip number one is give each other a present the morning of. So you could have given these presents to each other the night before and said, open this on the morning of our wedding day. Yeah. 
And and it doesn't have to be something big. It can be something that is as simple as a letter. It can be something that is just showing your partner that you've thought of them and you're excited for the day ahead. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, beautiful. And what's our second tip for gifts? The other one is for the guests at your wedding, which is to ask your guests for a wishing well, but make it more specific towards certain things. So e.g. money to go towards the honeymoon experience. Perhaps you want something specific for your time. So an experience perhaps that you've been looking forward to. So things like that, be a little so bit more specific. So I guess specific. it's a, a combination between a wishing well, but a registry. So it's yep. pretty much saying, hey, we really appreciate you coming to our wedding, but if you want to give us a gift, here is what you could give us. Exactly. And you've obviously already dreamt about these certain things or experiences that you could share together. Yeah. So then it becomes a lot more meaningful for you as well. Yeah. Love that. So let's now move on to words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. So the first one being Write a letter to each other so that you are starting your day reading about your love for one another right before you walk down the aisle. Exactly. So I think when we were speaking about these tips, we said that there might be a little bit of an overlap. So this kind of talks into the gifts giving situation yeah, as well. Yeah, and they are going to overlap. You know, they can also resemble one or another love language. That's a really beautiful way of showing somebody that you love them is putting pen to paper. I know I will be. Yeah, (laughs) with your bougie pen. Yes. (laughs) So another one is write notes in a jar for each other and read them in the lead up to your wedding day. This is such a beautiful idea. Yeah. And I guess it's about really enjoying that time before your wedding. Mm -hmm. The lead up is such a special time. Yes, and just being able to pause in the lead up too because I... I I know I do and I know you would as well. We get a lot of brides that are quite stressed in the lead up because you're automatically thinking about how many things are still to be done. Yeah, and I guess you have a lot of vendors who are on top of it and making yep. sure that, you know, they have everything from you. So you kind of have everyone coming at you from all different angles and you're making sure you're envisioning your day. You're making sure that it's perfect. Yep. But to be able to then stop together as a couple and say, look, tonight we're just going to exchange a little note and we're going to pause because at the end of the day, it's your love story. It's your wedding. And to have that little reminder in the lead up, I think is so beautiful. Yeah, so beautiful. And our last one is... Embed these into your vows. Whatever your words of affirmation are for each other, embed those words into your vows. And I think that makes it really special because it just has an added layer of meaning. Yeah. So lastly, we have physical touch. So again, this particular tip ties into your first look, Mm -hmm. but here you can just really take a moment to hug each other without the eyes of your guests upon you. You will be doing a first look away from everyone. So it's just really embracing each other and making sure that in that moment you are just spending and just being really present with each other. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. And our second one is the hand fasting ritual. I think this one's beautiful because for me, for instance, I have a Celtic tradition in my family. That is my heritage. Having that symbolizing the binding of two lives together is really beautiful. And obviously you will have the physical touch in binding those hands. Yeah. And my favorite piece of advice is your first dance. And Mm. for Brad and I, for our first dance, we didn't do anything choreographed. As much as I love it and I would have loved to have done that, it just, we ran out of time. Yeah, Hayley is a dancer, everyone. (laughs) We had a first dance and it was just so beautiful. We literally just held each other and we just like grooved. Yeah, that's (laughs) beautiful. We just held each other and we just swayed and Mm -hmm. it was really... 
Yeah, it was really simple, yet it was so perfect and it was just we're just taking that moment to just be yeah. with each other. And even if you are more on the introverted side but physical touch is a love language, I think just make it a moment. It can be 30 seconds, it can be 10 seconds and then you get your maid of honour or whoever else to jump on that dance floor yeah. quickly so you're not alone. But to be there intimately in that moment is really beautiful. Yeah, definitely. So that is a wrap-up of all of our advice that we can share with you about all of the different love languages and how it can support you on your wedding day. Essentially, you just need to get clear on what you want. So on your day, you may get a little overwhelmed and this will help to allow you to think clearly prior. When we plan every little detail on the day, it becomes so much more enjoyable. It is just so important to get clear on what you want because your day, it can get overwhelming in the lead up. So it's about prioritizing yourself and your partner Mm -hmm. and understanding each other's love languages to ensure that on your day, you are just enjoying it for every moment that you have planned for. Exactly. And it's not just in the lead up, it's sometimes on the day as well. As we spoke about, it can get a little bit chaotic in the best way possible. So to be able to have those moments that you've previously thought about and have really curated means that you will just feel so much more fulfilled and it'll feel so much more like your day. Yeah, definitely. Now, lovers, that is all we have time for today. As always, we are here for you as you plan your dream day. Be sure to check out our official Smitten Love book, a place to support one another through this important milestone in your life. Within our community, choose kindness. And as always, we acknowledge the land in which we are recording this podcast. We look forward to our chat next week, lovers. Bye.